Hello, I'm Leanne. I'm a light worker and mother to three special girls. I strive to continue learning, growing, and to collect new skills. I'm a psychic medium, Reiki master teacher, and an Akashic Records reader and healer. I am so excited to share what I've learned, what I'm going to learn, and the ups and downs of life. Thank you for joining me on my journey. Welcome to the Life of a Lightworker podcast. Hello, everybody. Today, I am going to start with a card poll. It is from The Good Tarot by Colette Baron-Reed. And I'll just start shuffling. Oh, and I dropped a whole bunch. That doesn't count. That's not a flyaway there. So, <laughs> jump card or whatever they like to call it. Okay. So, oh my goodness. I had just pulled, the last time I used this deck, I pulled this exact same card. That's so funny. Okay. I don't even remember when I used this deck last. I'm sure I could find out if I dug a little bit, but... Okay. So, this card is the King of Air. And I'm going to take a second and I'm going to read into it and see what it's... What, what the meaning is for today. But first pops in my head is stoic. Regal. Determined. I see training and flexibility to use your training to move it around and manipulate what you're doing to what is needed. Not rigid systems of how you do things. It's using what you've learned and modify it to be what is needed in the moment. Let me see. How does this... Let's try to get a bigger message out of this. I feel like this card is about living in integrity and being calculated with your actions. So thinking about your actions and not being impulsive. And I feel like leaning on what you've learned and taking the moment to breathe and remember what you have learned before acting is going to be very important this week. And not to rush into things and not to, I'm going to say be too spontaneous, but taking big risks. Think before you act. Take a moment, step back, and do things from a place of not just thinking with your heart, but feeling, or thinking with your head, but feeling with your heart, and not doing things out of panic, and not doing things because you're stressed or anxious, but actually doing things based on how you feel, and using what you have learned, your skills you've learned to implement your strategies to help with the anxiety and the stress of events that might happen where you might want to act impulsively. All right. So going on to the next thing. Okay. So 
right before starting to record this, I asked, what should this episode be about? And what I received was, it should be about overthinking, overanalyzing, and doubting yourself. So I feel that this is mostly directed towards your intuition and being able to trust your intuition is a very, very hard thing for a lot of people. And it is probably one of the biggest challenges that any intuitive person has to deal with, has to struggle with. Some people naturally just fully trust it, but I feel that that's pretty rare around the general population. And I know for myself, I might, I could be receiving these things and I could be seeing things and thinking things and hearing things, but to actually say it out loud with any sort of confidence was, it was a gradual process. It didn't happen overnight. I really had to push myself because the fear of being wrong, the fear of looking silly, the fear of just sounding like dumb or stupid, it really wanted to hold me back. And one thing through my mediumship course, because we had to do so many readings in a short amount of time, it really just kind of pushed me out of my comfort zone and really started to help me believe in myself. If I, th- I think if I was only doing like a reading a month, it wouldn't have been as much of a growth. But having to do two readings a week for, was it eight weeks or whatever we did it for? It re- really, really pushed me. And I'm very thankful for that. And it took months afterwards to fully be able to trust all of the things that I received, but I was a long, long, long way further than where I started because I had, I, I had the push and then I also had the internal drive to want to work through it because I didn't want to hold myself back. I was terrified, but then I just would say to myself, I would just be like, fuck it. I'm going to do it. Okay, I'm going to do it and just go. And in that moment, act without thinking. And also another thing is instead of saying that I know this is what I'm receiving, I know this is what I'm feeling, I changed my words to I think and I'm feeling uh, and just describing exactly how you're receiving the information. And that made me, the person saying it, more comfortable. So the person receiving it, I'm pretty sure no matter what words you used, they would receive it the same. But the specific words that I used helped me feel like how I was receiving it and expressing it was correct for me and how I was able to process it at the moment. And even if it wasn't 100% exactly what the spirit or what the universe, the angels, whoever I was talking to wanted to say, I was okay with the fact that I wasn't going to get it all right. And that's one thing that we all have to kind of deal with is that 
we get it wrong sometimes. Our interpretation, because we're just a filter. We're, we are a translator. We don't, aren't going to be 100% right all the time. How many times have you written into Google Translate and it comes out not quite right? There's just a few things that are the grammat- grammar or just the slight use of the word is wrong. But you can get the general idea of what the message is. So not getting caught up on the exact words, but focusing on the message behind it and the feeling behind it. Because it's the feeling behind it that's the most important. So that to me is, was, is one of the biggest things that I focus on to help me work through when I'm feeling scared or when I'm second guessing myself. And one of my favorite little back pocket tools is when I am too much in my head and I'm not clearly, I'm not a clear channel at that moment because I am too invested if it's yes or no, or if I'm right, or if I start to feel a little anxious, just drawing and scribbling in paper doesn't have to make sense. You just get your brain busy so that it's out of the way so you can be a channel and you can say what comes instead of thinking about what you're saying. So getting your body busy, you could use a fidget, you could, like I said, write. There's lots of options. You could just even like fiddle with your hands. Just do something to keep your body occupied. And also, when I don't get a clear yes or no regarding a situation or a question, I use my pendulum. Or if it's kind of unclear when I say like, am I talking to a, a, bo- like a male or a female? And I can use my pendulum to get the answer. I can, if I'm trying to figure out the play, the where in the family the spirit belongs, you can and you're a little unsure of your signs of where they are placed in your body or maybe the feeling they might feel like a grandpa but they're actually an uncle but it's the feeling of their grandpa so you can say it feels like a grandpa and then you can go to your pendulum and ask are you a grandpa are you and you can go through all the different members until you get the right one you can also and anytime you're kind of second guessing yourself if it's like a closer yes and no type of question, bring in your pendulum. Sometimes you just need to see it yourself in the physical world in order to believe it because you're not believing what you're receiving in your brain or your spirit as it's coming through you. You're just not fully believing it. And it's a bit of a crutch, but it's a useful crutch. And I am all for using all the tools possible until you are able to do it without. So... I am all for it. I know some people don't like tarot cards and oracle cards because you want they want you to just receive the information without the crutch of a card. But I say, if you have the resources, why wouldn't you use them? Why wouldn't you utilize them? Don't limit yourself and handicap yourself because you don't. You want to be a purist. Don't. There's no need to impose all these criteria and rules upon yourself. You have to just do what feels right. If you feel drawn to something or you feel intrigued by something, then do it. If you don't, 
then don't. Like, I, when I heard the word Reiki, I was like, oh, I love that. I'm interested in that. And then I researched it and I took it and here I am a Reiki master teacher. But when I hear, when I heard about human design, I'm very interested in it. I want to learn about my human design and my family's, but I don't have that deep desire to learn all of it. It's not, I don't feel the pull. I don't feel the need to do it. And that's completely fine. Other people love it. And that's their calling. That's where they're being pulled to do. Everyone has their own place where you're being pulled to. And when you feel that little spark in your heart, when you feel that little twinge in your ear, where you're just like, I'm interested in this, go with it. Just go with it. And even if it's not all the way, like, I'm going to take this class, research it. Look up some videos, do some reading, talk to some people, and just learn a little bit more and see how your interest and your heart feels when you do that. Listening to yourself, that's the most important thing. And all the tools to listen to your intuition, I would say, it's just feeling how your body feels. Taking note of how you feel every single day. You can feel each chakra, each part of your body, and make note of what your baseline is. And then when something is introduced to you, when you're reading, when you're watching a movie, when someone's talking to you, when you're in a new situation, or maybe it's not a new situation, but more something outside of your home, then see how your body feels, what part feels different, and then you can start to realize what what parts of your body you should be listening to. So like for me, I don't put my protection up and my empath parts are my the tentacles are going out. I get lightheaded, my head gets floaty and I have to ground myself and shield myself. When when you know like the kids are fighting, then my heart and my solar plexus and my sacral all kind of just kind of crunch together. And then sometimes I feel lightheaded too as well in those situations, depending on, because sometimes when it's someone you really love and they're upset, it's hard not to connect with them on that. So sometimes I'll feel lightheaded too. And just noticing what your body feels like in certain situations. Because then when nothing is happening and you feel like that, then there's a reason. And you can kind of ask why you feel like that. Like when I start to feel anxious and there's no reason, it's because a spirit is trying to talk to me. So that's just one little example. When it's just like crunch, when it comes up for absolutely no reason, then you know to pay attention. So I will end at that point. If you have any questions or have any ideas of what I, you want me to talk about in the next episodes, I would love to hear from you. My Instagram is Spruce Energy Healing. My Facebook is also Spruce Energy Healing. And my Facebook is www.spruceenergyhealing.com. And I have started an on-demand Reiki course. You can take, you do all the course material on your own time, whenever you want to take it. And then you schedule your attunement with me on Zoom. And that way 
you can go as fast or as slow as you want. And I did my first Reiki attunement in class on Zoom and it worked amazingly. And I have no doubt that distance attunements work. It's all energy. It has no boundaries. And I fully believe it. And I wanted to share with as many people as possible outside of just my little area. So I hope if, if you hear, if that little voice is in your ear and you had that feeling in your heart to learn about Reiki, I hope you look into it and I hope you follow your intuition. And have a wonderful day. Thank you very much for listening.